Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Many years ago, there was a musical group named Rare Earth. You wouldn't know about them, I don't think. Your grandparents may remember them. I'm too young to really know them, but I heard about them. I understand they were fairly popular, and they made a number of hit songs, including one entitled Get Ready. Today, I want to talk to you about Rare Earth but not the musical group, the mineral. I'd also like you to think about something, getting ready or get ready as the song says, but I'm not, ref I'm not referring to the song in our discussion. What I'm referring to is getting ready for the investment opportunity, Rare Earth. The opportunity, Rare Earth Minerals presents. According to Webster's Dictionary, rare earth refers to any group of, and they describe it as similar oxides of a metal or mixture of oxides occurring together. In my words, these are a group of metals that are mined from the earth. They're labeled, labeled as rare, but they aren't that rare. They are located throughout the world. The trouble is they are difficult to locate in large numbers and they need to be separated. So why do we care about metals that can be difficult to acquire and prepare for use? Well, they are essential products used in manufacturing drones, defense systems, DVDs, catalytic converters, rechargeable batteries, magnets, wind turbines, robotics, electric vehicles, and other advanced technology. After speaking with college students, I've learned that many are interested in electric vehicles, which include rechargeable batteries. They are also interested in renewable energy and advanced technology. Many of you are already familiar with the companies involved in making these products. I'd like to talk to you about some components that go into making such products and the companies that mine and process them. Corporations and governments throughout the world are committed to the reduction and reliance on fossil fuels. Many large and notable car manufacturers, including Ford, GM, Volkswagen, obviously Tesla, and many others are committed to the manufacture of electric vehicles. Each of these companies, along with those industries we previously mentioned, have something in common. Their products are dependent upon the use of rare earth products, and the demand for rare earth products is expected to skyrocket. So it sounds easy. Let's find rare earth miners and manufacturers invest in them, and make a lot of money. Well, it's not quite that simple. The world's largest producer of rare earth products is China. It controls almost 80% of the global supply of rare earth, and it processes almost 58% of the world's rare earth products. Why is this? In large part, it is due to environmental concerns. The irony is 
that as we seek a cleaner environment, we need and rely upon materials that are not environmentally friendly to produce. Many countries, including the United States, export their rare earth to China for processing. In the past year, the U.S. reliance on China for critical raw materials has become painfully clear. As a result, in the most recent U.S. National Defense Authorization Act, the Pentagon was directed to use rare earth minerals that have been refined, not necessarily produced, but refined outside of China within five years. This doesn't say the minerals should be sourced, U.S. sourced in five years. It says mined and refined outside of China. This tells you something about the U.S. concern about relying on China for critical materials. The U.S. government is focused on rare earth products and investors should be too. With that background, what opportunities are there for rare earth investing? USA Rare Earth is a company that is developing the Round Top Mountain Mine in Texas. This mine is believed to hold the world's largest, uh, actually it's the U.S.'s largest deposits of heavy rare earth elements. It is expected to become operational by 2023. The investment problem is that USA Rare Earth is currently a private company, so we cannot invest in it at this time. It is, however, expected to go public in an IPO later this year. It will use the estimated $500 million it will raise to finance the operation of the Round Top Mine. It is expected to be traded on the New York Stock Exchange. This is significant. Since companies traded on this change, exchange must have larger sums of capital and are subject to stricter financial rules. Trading on the NYSD adds to a company's credibility. We will follow this company and will evaluate, evaluate it further when more details are available. Let's talk about a company that is publicly traded, MP Materials. It was formerly known as Fortress Value Acquisition Corporation. It is a producer of rare earth materials. Its products are critical to the production of magnets. By the way, magnets are essential to the production of electric vehicles. They enable EVs to be mobile. Its elements are also used to produce drones, defense systems, wind turbines, robotics, and other advanced technologies. Keep in mind, this is a producer. It owns Mountain Pass Mine in California. The mine was closed in the early 2000s due to environmental concerns but it is operational again. MP has no beta. It is too new to public trading to have one. That adds a little bit to the risk. While it has no price earnings ratio, it does have a forward price earnings ratio. In other words, it was operating at a loss, but is expected to turn profitable within the next 12 months. We should note that 8% of MP stock is owned by Chinese entities. This is a sign that the Chinese government, which approves these acquisitions, recognizes the strategic importance of MP materials. As you can see from the discussion so far, the U.S. is in deep need of rare earth materials, mines, and producers. We have a void to fill. 
So let's talk about another company, Sibanye Stillwater Limited. Let me spell that for you. S-I-B-A-N-Y-E, Sibanye. Its symbol is S-B-S-W. It's another company worthy of review. This South America, South African company is the world's largest producer of platinum group metals, which are also referred to as PGMs. It owns gold operations and projects in South Africa and copper and gold exploration properties in North and South America. PGMs are used in a wide variety of applications, including catalytic converters, fuel cells, electronics, hydrogen purification, and jewelry. Platinum reduces harmful emissions. Stillwater's earnings per share are up 6,000% this year on a 47% increase in revenue. It has a 32% operating margin and a 60% return on equity. And very significantly, it has $20 billion of cash. As a beta of 1.9, so it is almost twice as risky as the market in general. Its forward PE is five, and that is lower than its PE of six. So the translation is, it's expected to earn more profits this year than it did last year, a good sign. It has a dividend yield of 5.5%. That is a significant dividend yield. Stillwater, is worthy of consideration as an investment. And for full disclosure, I own stock in Stillwater. Rare earth products are critical to the world and to the United States. Investments in rare earth companies will involve more than average risk since they have significant competition from Chinese companies and they will have to navigate environmental issues in the United States. But remember, Added risk should lead to significant reward. This industry will be in our future, and those who track its progress in the United States will benefit greatly. Our purpose was to make you aware of this industry and its vital importance. We should keep in mind that Sabanye looks like a good investment that's headed in the right direction, and it pays a significant dividend while you own the stock. It is certainly worth considering. Let's move over to current events in the COVID world. U.S. health officials recommended a pause in using the Johnson & Johnson vaccine due to severe blood clotting experienced by six women who received the J&J &J vaccine. We should emphasize that nearly 6.7 million people have taken this vaccine. We should also emphasize, so far, there is no direct evidence tying the vaccine to the clotting. Government officials cited, and this is a quote, an abundance of caution as the reason for the pause. In the meantime, Pfizer and Moderna are expected to ramp up production of their vaccines to fill the gap caused by this pause. We have discussed Johnson & Johnson as a quality and worthwhile investment in prior discussions. It has a strong and quality product base. J&J &J has provided shots on a nonprofit basis, and the vaccine is a small part of its operations. Even if it approached the vaccine for a profit, 
is a huge company with almost $83 billion of sales. And it had $20 billion of free cash flow last year. With its excellent businesses and scientists and other personnel, it should manage the vaccine situation well. Current J&J stockholders should probably await all the facts on the vaccine and should consider continuing to own the stock until they get more information. For some time, we have discussed Pfizer as a solid investment. For Pfizer, like Johnson & Johnson, the vaccine is a small part of its operations. Pfizer's vaccine may prove to be the best or at least one of the best produced. Pfizer has already agreed to make additional doses and it is well prepared to develop a booster vaccine. With his experience developing and manufacturing a COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer is well positioned to continue its work and contribute to the pandemic resolution, as well as addressing other diseases. If you own Pfizer stock, it still looks like a solid investment. And in recent days, its stock price has edged up. It is worth considering continuing to own this stock. Until our next session, please stay safe and healthy. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net. Thank you.